Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension. And this weekend, I kind of wanted to, wanted to take you on a little bit of a trip a bit into the future and then bring us back to present. So if we think about fast forwarding to after the holidays, maybe to next early or mid late spring, um, you're going to maybe notice that you see moths flying around the kitchen and pantry. Maybe you see them hovering around the kitchen table underneath the hanging light or at a window. And pretty much this is some good solid proof that you probably have some Indian meal moth lurking about somewhere in some leftover flour uh, from, from baking from all the products you, we did or cooked uh, much earlier, weeks earlier. Now, if we come back to present day, before any of this happens, you've got an easy opportunity here to avoid having to deal with inspecting, finding, and the disposal and the necessary cleanup uh, of any product that contains uh, those Indian meal moths or perhaps a grain beetle later. We kind of lump the grain beetles and the Indian meal moth into a group we just call pantry pests. And essentially, uh, they're going to be using that leftover flour to feed on and live in. And really, you'd be surprised, but the situation is a lot more common than you think, just because many homes these days do not routinely bake during other times of the year. So that leftover flour is eventually pushed to the side or the back of the pantry or the kitchen cabinet, and is just forgotten over time as, as things happen in our lives. Uh, so this year, I would say when baking those holiday treats for the family, friends, and for gifts, Consider buying the smaller bag of flour rather than that giant size, get more money for your bag kind of a thing. And the other part to remember is it's just not the white flour that we might buy. It's any kind of grain flour that will be uh, home to these pantry pests, whether it's the Indian meal moth or one of those uh, grain beetles that we, we can also find. And it's just the idea that they're going to hang out on those products that get stuffed to the back of the shelf for weeks and forgotten. So um, certainly a, a good way to handle some of this is that uh, in between your baking efforts and certainly as the baking season winds down, we really need to keep any unused flour either in the refrigerator or freezer to slow or halt any insect activity, insect activity that we might have after we're done using it. Uh, so if you really want to be sure, put the floured products in a tightly sealed container in very cold temperatures like the freezer, and that's either going to kill or certainly postpone any egg hatch. The, the refrigerator works pretty well if we're routinely using that product till it's all used up during the baking season. I also wanted to talk about a couple other sources of this, especially the Indian mule moth, that you ought to be looking for and thinking about um, as the season progresses, many of us are bird feeders, uh, and oftentimes we, you know, buy the biggest bag we can again to get us through the season, and um, that's going, that bird seed is going to be a product that uh, may have the uh, Indian mule moth egg or the, uh, in, or the flower beetle egg in it already, so we need to remember that they ought to be located uh, some were just as safe in very cold situations, but most often we have them in the back porch. We have them just outside in the, by the garage door to make it convenient. And yet at those temperatures, those kinds of insects can hatch and be there for us and, and get us in trouble. So uh, they really need to be in cool, cold places, not the, 
and maybe not the three season room or 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 something this needs to be something colder maybe the garage or very very clearly an unheated porch um, and the bigger question always is where do these kinds of things come from to begin with there they could have been contaminated uh, when purchased they could have flown into the home sometime during the fall un, unnoticed uh, perhaps they came out of a dried flower arrangement uh, that still contain flower seeds or seed parts of that arrangement. Um, so these are some of the sources they come from. And finally, uh, if I circle back here to all our pantry pests in our, in our flower products, once that infestation occurs, we have to consider any product we have uh, suspect. That is, if we think about pasta products, if we think about oatmeal, if we think about cereals uh, that are there in the box, and you know we kind of barely reseal those up anyway, um, these are all uh, likely targets for an Indian meal moth or a flower beetle to lay eggs on, even though it's a processed product to begin with and it came into our home uh, clean. Uh, the the insects, those pantry pests, can now lay the eggs on them. Uh, cake mixes, cupcake mixes, pancake mixes, uh, any products that contain flour in them, uh, oatmeal, uh, any kinds of products that has a grain product in it in one fashion or, or another can be a problem. So it's just a lot easier to keep them from ever establishing this fall during the baking season than to have to deal with them uh, early next spring. And then we have to look at our entire pantry in order to keep that uh, and get all that cleaned up. So uh, just kind of a warning shot over the shoulder here. It's going to happen if you don't pay attention. Uh, just a bit, be a bit proactive and you're going to be in great shape. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this, this week's Greenside Up. Uh, as always, it's a pleasure and I'll be back again real soon.